I got so tired of living a life that my family and society wanted me to live. So I decided to think of the biggest and craziest idea that I could come up with. And this is the outcome. Welcome to Mind the Words, where we break down quotes from thought leaders past and present to help us with the growth mindset. And this week, we have a guest, Sherwin. We just need to put a little disclaimer on this because we're going to be talking about crypto. So the content or anything we say in this video shall not be construed as tax, legal, financial, and or investing advice. This is not financial advice, all opinion. It is your, responsi it is your responsibility to verify all information. The views expressed in this video are all strictly our own opinion and for entertainment purposes only. We are not licensed financial advisors. Do not consider our opinions in this video as tax, legal, financial, or investment advice. <laughs> that was great, but I, I actually am a financial advisor. <laughs> um, I just hey, I really never, I, I didn't I never I didn't renew my license. Um, I think it expired in 2016 or 17. Uh, oh, but yeah, I'm actually a financial advisor. <laughs> I have no idea. A man who wears many hats. There you go. There you go. For the purposes of this video, you're not. <laughs> not NFA, not financial advice for this video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. And uh, just to introduce Sherwin a little bit, I went to college with Sherwin. We went to nursing school together. And even pre-nursing school, we were in uh, school together doing our prereqs. Sherwin's been a nurse for almost 10 years, more or less. And uh, now he's quitting his job to venture into cryptocurrency. And uh, we'll keep that part vague just for privacy reasons. Okay. Welcome to Mind the Words. I appreciate yeah. you being our first guest on. I'm honored, honestly. Uh, thank you, <laughs> you for having me. You set the bar. <laughs> <laughs> we got to yes. set this high, guys. We got to set this no high. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Just a little background from you, Sherwin. Um, just want to understand where you were before you took the leap because you're quitting your job in nursing to jump into the crypto world, I guess you could say. Uh, so maybe just to give us a frame of mind before, right, right before crypto even entered your, entered your world, I want to kind of know your, like your life or your mindset during that time pre-crypto. Okay, so um, basically, I've been a nurse for almost a decade. Um, I was uh, working on a medical surgical unit, and um, that's basically where most patients go uh, with telemetry. Um, I, we're, Ernest, we're also in healthcare, yes? Yes, I'm a nurse as well. Wonderful, wonderful. So yeah, med surge tele, um, and uh, during the pandemic, yeah, my unit was the one in our facility that got converted into a COVID unit. And um, I was just thinking, whoa, <laughs> where, where is this going? Like, can I do this forever? Is this sustainable? Um, uh, and basically what ended up happening was um, I got into investing. Um, and that's where I got into stocks initially. And that's pre-crypto right there. When you first, I guess, were introduced to crypto, was it something that you were a believe? Did you believe in it right away, or something that you gradually, as it became more popular, became more and more into? Okay, so when I 
first got into crypto, uh, yes, I was in buying a whole bunch of different <laughs> things. Uh, now I've skimmed it down to only one, and uh, okay. that's the number one. Uh, can I can I say it or? Yeah, or Dave, no? of course, go for it. Uh, but um, basically, I've become somewhat a of a Bitcoin maxi, if if that's what you guys call them. Uh, but uh, no, I went from a super diversified portfolio of stocks, um, ETFs, um, real estate, um, Roth IRAs to almost cashing out everything and going straight all into Bitcoin. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Can you just briefly explain what a maxi is? Okay, so um, a Bitcoin maximalist is uh, what people would uh, call somebody that like puts almost all their eggs in one basket. Um, I know people like Warren Buffett, um, they, don't, they don't really uh, advise this, um, but uh, I mean like diversified, but, but not all in like, for example, one stock, not all in, not all in Apple, let's say. Um, but uh, no, a Bitcoin maximalist just goes all about Bitcoin. And that's what I've done, like even to the point where I've even closed my bank accounts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> would you, as a financial advisor, would you give your clients advice like that? <laughs> okay. So, so if, if I was, uh, if I was a licensed uh, financial advisor currently, right. um, believe it or not, I, I would, I actually, oh, wow. I actually would. Um, but, uh, no, I am not a, I have not renewed my license. So okay. no, I, at this point in time, um, even though I would say yes, uh, no, do take my advice with a grain of salt, even though I, <laughs> even though I have done it, uh, I, it's not for everyone. Right. Would you say like a 5%, 10%, 50% allocation? What would you say? Uh, for uh, the well, regular person. For the regular person? Um, okay, so like, uh, as, as I am a Bitcoin maxi, I mean, you know, I want like as close to 100% possible. And I mean, we can talk about why I, I think that way. But like, if, if I really did have to put it, I would say like, yeah, why don't you try to put like maybe five to 10% of your net worth into this and see what it does for you? I, I would like to talk about, I guess you just mentioned, why would you want to go? Or why did you choose to or? What was your mindset to go all in? Wonderful. Uh, great question, Ernest. Um, so basically what happened was I first was in stocks, then I got into ETFs, then I got into real estate, <clears throat> and then that's where I stumbled upon Bitcoin. Yeah, the current market price is right. around 40-something, but the highest that it was was a few uh, months ago where it was almost nearing 70,000 a piece. But uh, since then, it's become a lot more than just money. You know, we, we can get to that whenever you guys uh, get, uh, whenever we get to that question. Uh, but I would recommend you get as much as you can. There's only 21 million. Was it right away when you learned about Bitcoin that you were all in on it? Like what made you so bullish on Bitcoin specifically? Because there's so many different investing vehicles. Why did that one itself 
make you have such strong conviction that you're about to, that you just quit your job? Great. Okay. So <clears throat> when I first got into cryptocurrency, um, not only did I buy Bitcoin, but I bought a whole bunch of things, um, Ethereum and whatnot. Um, but what made my conviction uh, so was because after you, I feel like most people get into investments for money, money purposes. Um, but what ended up becoming um, some, some kind of like, you know, oh, okay, supplemental income and such, uh, it ended up turning into a, uh, there's like a lot of ideology behind it. Like, for example, like, I don't know how you view um, the central banks, uh, but basically Bitcoin aims to separate uh, money and state. Right. Like, for example, how, <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, how uh, we have um, separation of church and state. Uh, we don't believe that, uh, well, I mean, I, I speak, I speak for myself and I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of Bitcoiners are um, on the same page, but basically uh, where we had separation of church and state, how um, money, sh I mean, how religion shouldn't be a uh, deciding factor in how our politics goes. Um, this is how we think of money and state. We think that it should be separate and the government should not have uh, control over uh, money. Right. Quick question, just slightly off topic from what you just said. Are you nervous at all that you uh, quit? Because uh, I've quit my job before to travel and I was just stressed, <laughs> but I also wasn't making income, which different case for you because you'll be making income but how like first how to feel just say yo i quit yeah uh, this comfortable job that gives you health insurance and then like does it stress you out that you did quit um that's a great question uh when i first quit um i think i was like in this like I was just super happy because I never really wanted to be a nurse. Um, I kind of was pressured uh, by my family um, because my mom and dad are nurses. My older sister and her and her sorry, my older sister and my brother-in-law are nurses, and okay. so is my younger sister. So I felt super pressured into being a nurse. And uh, when I finally decided that it was time to be finished with it, I've been uh super grateful to have a very supportive family and uh yeah i i at this point in time i have enough saved up uh where i wouldn't have to worry for a good long time uh but uh, obviously the days are counting down and um yeah i do need to focus soon on making an income which would be bitcoin related yes that's cool i'm I'm happy that you were able. Let me tell. Let's let's rewind a little bit. Sure. Being pressured into nursing is very tough because it's one of those jobs where, yes, it's a decent salary or overall a great salary, but it's if you if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yes. Yes. It, it's very tough. Now you said you might dive a little deeper, but is this a solo solo venture for you? No, actually. So so um, when I was contemplating on quitting my job a few months ago, 
um, I was thinking what could, what idea could replace what I'm about to do now. Uh, you know what, we'll just, we'll just say it. Uh, but basically I am quitting nursing to, to start um, a Bitcoin mining farm. Okay. Um, and basically what's happened is uh, I was kind of, I felt kind of trapped. And one of the things about Bitcoin is that uh, there's like this, this saying, uh, Bitcoin DGAF. Uh, and, you know, I'm pretty sure, do we know what that DGAF? Yeah, but, but basically, no. oh, Bitcoin doesn't give up. Okay. <laughs> but um, basically, like, I think the reason why we like this is because it's almost unstoppable. Um, you would, the, the, the only way that Bitcoin can be stopped at this point in time, because it is not run by a company, government, or CEO, is if you turn off the internet all around the globe which would be almost near impossible. And even if they did, uh, we do have satellites that take care of Bitcoin transactions. So uh, ultimately Bitcoin is unstoppable. Uh, that is not the same uh, where, for example, your bank can deny you withdrawal of your funds for some odd reason. Um, but uh, yes, our main enemy here is the banks. And I, I kind of went off on a tangent. I don't even remember the original question. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was asking whether it was a solo venture, but I want to thank you for sharing that with, with the listeners and ourselves. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Um, oh, yeah. Sweet. Back to the original question. Thank you. Uh, so basically, um, when I was telling my father about this, uh, because I got so tired of living a life that my family and society wanted me to live. So I decided to think of the biggest and craziest idea that I could come up with. And this is the outcome. Uh, I'm leaving the United States. So let's look at let's look at some crazy things. I I closed my bank accounts for Bitcoin. I'm leaving the United States for Bitcoin. I quit my job for Bitcoin, um, and now I'm going to start a whole brand new career in a whole new country wow. uh, for for Bitcoin. That's that's how maxi I've become. I'm interested in knowing why it's something that you wouldn't stay here to do. Okay. So that's where my that's where my dad comes in. Um, uh, basically, over here in um, America, well, I'm American. Uh, my parents are from the Philippines, but uh, over here uh, in New York, it's hard. I mean, you only have what like a house, and that's pretty much it. Right. I mean, the Philippines. Um, my family uh, owns a lot of property, so which is where these Bitcoin mining farms will will be um uh, i see i i really appreciate uh, you know big shout out to my family for being super supportive uh i mean uh i could not move forward without their support um my, my dad it will be helping out with the property that these farm these bitcoin mining farms will be on and um not only that but he wants to invest heavily like probably like uh 25 of it, of whatever i'm investing into the equipment um and he expects nothing in return which is crazy uh, Damn, but, that's um, great <laughs> yeah but of Dude, course I'm so, 
he he kind of pushed you toward nursing and then now he's like yeah do right. do this whatever yeah what you no no uh, he, he's he's definitely great um like my mom is kind of 50 50 on it she's like what are, what are you doing and she's she's just going with my dad on what's happening right now um my sisters are really happy for me because they knew how much uh, i really wanted to end my nursing career for 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 how many years now and uh my dad has been like really really supportive where um you know he he kind of he kind of just wants me to be happy and um to the point where i i come up with this crazy thing just show it to him and like you know he's all down for it and i mean he himself has bought quite a bit himself he's a bitcoiner too uh honorary bitcoiner uh you were saying how for many years you were trying to transition out of the nursing career which i totally empathize with because i've been for many years also thinking of the same what were you looking toward before bitcoin because it seemed like you found bitcoin boom now you're out like what 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 was your process of like looking for this sounds weird but the one i guess or the thing to get out okay so what did you try in the past and did it fail and all that right so actually, um, that's where this uh, financial advisor comes in. Uh, I have I have written so many escape plans from nursing over the last decade. Um, financial advising was one of them. I just felt like it didn't. I don't know how much they make, but it didn't. I, I wasn't making as much as my nursing career, which is why I just stuck with nursing. Uh, but paycheck is crack. There you go. <laughs> uh, We'll, we'll give it. We'll get back to this later. But fiat is slavery. F I A T. This is this is uh, <laughs> paper money. This is the U S dollar. Uh, I mean, we can we can talk about this later on. But uh, Bitcoin is freedom. Just just from what we've talked about so far. I mean, there's so much that your government, your society, your banks want you to do. Oh, you're only allowed to withdraw five thousand from an ATM every day. No. Uh, money is your money right your money is your money you should be able to do what you want to do with your money when you want to do it the mm-hmm. banks are closed on the weekends you can't do some crazy banking thing on the weekend but when with bitcoin you can <laughs> bitcoin is open 24 7 365 days a year and whenever it's time to do whatever you want to do with your money you can do um there's no nobody's nobody's surveillancing you like if you Let's pretend you wanted to buy a Slim Jims. Yeah, there you go. You wanted to buy 1,000 Slim Jims, but, uh, but due, due to our current system, it, it, would, it would stop you from that. Uh, you know, they, there would be some restrictions in place. Oh, no, 1,000 Slim Jims? No. And then, like, you know, with Bitcoin, you can. There's, there is no third party that is surveillancing this. There is no bank, there is no government to tell you you can't buy a thousand Slim Jims. Uh, please sponsor this video, Slim Jim. Thank you. Are you, t- <laughs> are you talking, like, kind of about the settlement process? So, or? okay, so let's just take, for example, uh, let's just take, for example, do, do you know what happened in Afghanistan, like, mid last year? Um, people trying to flee the country and uh, Western Union, believe it or not, did not allow um, Afghani people to withdraw their money. They actually 
closed up shop and uh, and was like, all right, y'all fend for yourselves. Uh, what kind of monetary system is that? You know, you 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 want a system where you can do whatever you want, um, and and like you know, especially in times of civil unrest, you should be able to do what you want with your money. And that's that's I think that's what we're talking about here. So you see Bitcoin as more of like a less of a store of value, more of like a transactionary or both? Yeah, uh, like uh, I, I definitely feel that Bitcoin can and will uh, overtake um, gold as a store of value. Uh, gold, I haven't seen it for a while, but I think uh, their market cap is at 11 trillion on or about. And um, Bitcoin is on or about one trillion. So if we are to replace gold as a store of value, um, just do the math yourself. If let's say you put ten dollars in there, um, which is nothing, but if you put if you buy ten dollars worth of Bitcoin and it does ten x, you would end up with a hundred dollars. Um, and I think this would happen definitely within the decade. Just look at our legacy financial system. Look at the interest rates that just came out the other day. Uh, our CPI is 7%, and this is the worst that it's been since 1982. Uh, Bitcoin is a deflationary asset. There's only 21 million of them ever. Uh, you can only mine up to like the next 100 years where all 21 million will be found. And after that, that's it. It's fixed. There is no entity, no CEO, company, or government that can uh, fluctuate the value and basically steal 7% of your purchasing power over the last year. That's, that's what we're going for here. I understood. I'm very interested in the whole mining process. Okay. Um, leading up to this interview, I did do a little bit of research. When you say you're going to start a mining farm, so other people are going to be working under you and or is it you going to be leading? How does it work? just for the listeners and even myself. Sure. Okay. So um, akin to what, uh, like, let's say mining for gold, right? Um, mm. like this, this would be um, a larger scale operation. Um, but the mining aspect of cryptocurrency uh, for Bitcoin happens on these uh, computers called ASIC, uh, A-S-I-C, ASIC miners. Um, and basically this, thing um let's just say it does a whole bunch of computational stuff to solve uh things on the network and basically you get rewarded bitcoin for that uh, when you mine a block so this requires a lot of electricity um it creates a lot of heat and noise as a byproduct but in a place like the philippines where my mom and dad have a lot of property um this is definitely doable without it bothering you like you know if you ran some miners in your basement <laughs> that's mm -hmm. kind of crazy right. uh, but doable but doable right. um, so what ends up happening here is yeah we're going to start small um, and then scale uh, I'm going to with my father uh, we're, we're going to start uh, this mining operation and as it keeps growing and getting bigger um, and you see more adoption of Bitcoin um, all around the globe that's when uh, we'll start thinking about making it into a company and or whatever. That's basically what's uh, going on. Speaking of adoption, we have been on track 
we've exceeded now, uh, Bitcoin's adoption has exceeded uh, the adoption rate of the internet. So at this rate, I mean, just could you imagine what the world would be like without internet right now? And um, we're going to be thinking the same thing in a few years with Bitcoin. Um, and I know that sounds big, but, you know, we can all watch this video 10 years in the future and be like, holy crap, it actually happened. The world is hyper Bitcoin. People with thousands of Slim Jims everywhere. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. <that> was- <laughs> Unlimited minutes. That bank never stopped me. <laughs> Nobody can stop us. It's been fun so far, guys. Uh I know. Yeah, dude. I just want to see if you have a message. Like, what message would you give to the people? Because you're pretty much following your dreams right now. And so many reports of like, with some like 80 something percent of people cannot, um, or they just hate their jobs. They're not following their dreams. Um, so you took the ultimate leap and now you're running toward you're running toward something. You're running toward your dreams. You're running toward your goal. What message can you give the people about following their dreams and taking the leap that's so scary to do because you had such a pretty decent paycheck and you had health insurance and you're pretty like decently comfortable. What can you tell those people? that are afraid to take the leap? Yeah, definitely. I, I think that the best thing that I can say at this point in time is I think that if you just look at your life and if you just think about what is scarce, um, which is one of, again, one of the, the, the things that I like about Bitcoin is what I like about life in general, right? Scarcity, that there's only 21 million Bitcoin ever. But the, the one thing that's also scarce in your life is time. And all I can say in that regard is, you know, I had to take a step back, look at my life. I'm 32 now. And um, I think a lot of people would say that that's young, but I feel like I'm always running out of time. And one of the things about Bitcoin is that because it has grown so fast, it's just like over the last 10 years, it's CAGR, it's compound annual growth rate for the last decade. It has grown, I think, roughly 150% per year. Uh, What other asset can do this? Um, And that is all I can say. Think about the scarcity of money and think about the scarcity of time. Do you have all the time in the world? No, you don't. We're running out. Every breath we take, we're running out. And is this the life that you want to live? That is the most important question you should be asking yourselves. And if it is not, what can you do to make it the life that you want? I like that. I hope that was good. It was good. It was good. Would you? I'm just... This is hypothetical. Would you ever consider returning to nursing if you had to? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> okay, so, uh, you know, I guess uh, I've painted nursing kind of in a bad light so far, <laughs> but uh, yeah. the, the, I hope not. Uh, because No, tr- I don't think so. Cool. Because the truth of the matter is, is that I absolutely respect uh, what nurses do in the field, um, especially during this time. Um, my mother and father were lucky enough to get out before this started. Uh, they're retired. But uh, for my sisters um, and everybody out there, I just want to say thank you so much because I know what you're going through. And uh, I did that not too long ago. And uh, it's such a hard job. 
but if I had to, if I really had to, like, let's just pretend that this plan doesn't pan out and I'm not allowed to leave the country and go to the Philippines and I just somehow had to go back into nursing. Um, yeah, I, I, I would uh, reluctantly, but uh, I, I would. <laughs> but listen, we, we appreciate your 10 years of service um, for even even to reach that many years experience with doing something that you never really were all that passionate about and kind of pressured into was hard. And I'm glad that you found that thing that really sparked your interest and helped lead you into a different path and that you were brave enough also to pivot completely out of a career that you weren't all that passionate about. I mean, that's what this podcast and is about to some degree, yeah. um, that growth mindset to take that, take that leap. Right. Thank you so much. Uh, because I think over the past year, I think it's two now, right? The, the, over the past two years since this pandemic started, um, it's been really tough, you know, uh, doing something that you, you, you didn't want to do it anyway. And then now you got to wake up and find out, oh my God, is today the day that I catch it and die? And then it's kind of like, damn, I, I really have to assess what's going on here. Um, and, you know, thank you guys so much. Thank everybody out there for continuing to do what you do. Because um, honestly, we still have all this uh, going on, you know, thanks. Dude, thanks for coming on. Uh, also, by the way, I took this idea from Nas da or Daily Nas, Nas Daily. Average age of death in the U.S. for males and females about the age of uh, seventy-eight, just a little above seventy-eight. So you're, you're talking about the scarcity of time, and uh, I just kind of did the math on your age. Thirty-two years old, you just completed forty-one percent of your life. <laughs> Oh my God, that, that was really quick math. Um, good job. Uh, but no, that doesn't, <laughs> but that doesn't make me happy. See that, that now I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm halfway through my lifespan and um, I've done what my family wanted to do. I've done, um, I did, sorry, I've done. I did what my family wanted me to do. I did what society wanted me to do. And then now that I'm at this halfway mark, you know, now is a better time than ever. I'm going to be 33 in a few weeks. And um, no, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, stop living for other people and just do what you want to do. The, the life that you see for yourself, go for it. Dude, that's beautiful, man. All right. Um, did you want me to share my quote? Oh, yeah, yes. man. Yes, yes, yes. Leave the people with the quote. Let's do this. So I, um, uh, I don't know if this is the last thing we're talking about, but uh, so the reason why I chose this quote um, is because I feel like this is what, oh, okay, a little preface, I'm sorry. Bitcoin was made by um, somebody or some people uh, called Satoshi Nakamoto. Uh, you know that, Ernest? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, so actually nobody knows who this is. Uh, they were never able to find out who this person is. So they actually kept themselves anonymous. But I feel like what uh, the quote that I chose is what Satoshi Nakamoto would say to his offspring, his, his uh, Bitcoin. But uh, this is taken from the movie Man of Steel. Um, Rus Russell Crowe plays as uh, Superman's father, Jor-El. And he's saying this to his son, Kal-El. And basically he says, 
you will give the people of earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you, they will stumble, they will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun, Cal. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders. And I feel like that's so pertinent to Bitcoin uh, because you have this father creator figure that creates something that tries to change the legacy financial system on its head. And um, the whole idea here is that we are trying, we're not trying to incite illegal activity. That's, I mean, even though, even though that happens with Bitcoin, even though that happens with cash, we're not trying to incite anything like that. We're actually trying to further humanity along. And I know that sounds so crazy because like, you know, could you imagine like me talking about this way with something like, I mean, no offense to them, but like, you know, a stock only serves for the purposes of that company. Uh, we are not looking at that. We're looking at a much broader picture, the craziest and wildest version of your life possible. And uh, we're trying to fix money to fix the world. We want humanity to progress. And we think that has to do a lot with how our monetary systems work. We, I mean, just look at the fact that we have people starving all around the world. Uh, and a lot of this is due to the fact that there is an unfair distribution of wealth globally. Uh, this is what Bitcoin aims to fix. And we hope it does eventually. Hopefully, yes. So to fix it in the financial means, like kind of write like all the finances-ish in the world in that context. Right. Because like, you know, like there's just so much red tape with what goes on uh, with, with the money that we have in place. You know, like let's just pretend you have a currency that is dominating. And when that, cur uh, when you, when you have something like, for example, the dollar, right, it, it's, it's dominating or was dominating. I think, it ha I think the Chinese uh, currency has surpassed the dollar now. Um, as of a few months ago. But uh, when you have these currencies that are dying, um, they're inflating. I'm not sure if you saw Venezuela's numbers, but they're like in the thousand percentile uh, inflation rates. And um, Turkey now as well, or not in the thousands, I think, but Turkey's not doing great. Right, the Turkish lira. Um, but when you have these currencies that are dying, um, we need a fix and um, printing more money is not going to solve that. Oh, oh shit. Not, not financial advice, right? Uh, but uh, we see that uh, inflation uh, will do things. <laughs> we see that inflation will only lead to more inflation and your food is going to get more expensive. Your housing is going to get more expensive. And uh, this is not the way to go. Right. Um, I think you gave us some insight on a question I was going to ask, what do you think people have wrong about Bitcoin and crypto? Right. Um, so like a lot of, uh, a lot of people uh, think that Bitcoin is used for illicit activities. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Sure. Uh, but, you know, does, does the U.S. dollar not have that as well? I mean, people use cash to pay for drugs and whatever they want to do. I can't believe, sorry, I can't believe we're having that conversation, but it's, it's the same. And also, if you look at uh, the energy expenditure of Bitcoin mining, a lot of people are saying, oh my God, 
you know, this is bad for our environment and such. But um, the fact alone is, um, I'm not sure if I can share this with you, but uh, Bitcoin uh, mining in, compared to our financial system is actually only a fraction of what it takes to maintain our legacy financial system. I'm going to try to find that really quick for you. This is made by ARK, A-R-K, right? ARK Invest yeah. and, uh, you know, um, Kathy Woods. Uh, but this is Bitcoin right here. This is this is how much energy expenditure Bitcoin mining takes. This is gold mining right here, which is slightly higher than Bitcoin mining. But this is our banking system right here. This is how much energy the banking system takes. The purple bar is the yearly cost in billions, and the black is the energy expenditure. So it seems that they do. Okay, for the legacy financial system. Correct. So how much it costs and how much energy it takes. Correct. So for any um, people that are criticizing Bitcoin for energy purpose, uh, for energy expenditure, we should definitely take a step back and look at what we're doing currently. Um, so this right. would actually be better for the world in terms of environmental impact. And another question, what will be your biggest challenge as you move forward with this new venture? So I would say that uh, I think getting it set up uh, would be pretty easy, but maybe maintaining it would be harder. So that's where, you know, that comes into play with the people that I'll be hiring. But uh, when we said fix the money, fix the world, uh, that's what I meant. And um, we aim to fix the system so that the whole world can benefit from things that we benefit, for example, in the first world. Um, I am leaving a first world country to go to a third world country like the Philippines, uh, third world uh, made by who, deemed by who, uh, but I am going to a less financial stable country uh, where we can affect some change, not only on their economy, but I want to fix everything from giving people jobs to fixing their their monetary system and i think we could do that on like whatever a neighborhood scale into a provincial scale to a country scale to where we can go globally uh that's the whole idea but i also want to answer jlo's question um you asked me why i'm bullish on bitcoin specifically um so bitcoin operates entirely outside of the realm of the fiat system our current legacy system it's not a part of it it's completely different it's something like ethereum works inside the current legacy uh, cur the current system, monetary system because for example they have a ceo not like bitcoin where we don't know who was the creator uh, Ethereum works on servers, uh, which Bitcoin doesn't. Bitcoin just exists on the internet. Uh, there is no company that backs it. So if you think about it, it has a large stake in what happens with Ethereum and vice versa. Uh, so that is controlled by a company. And lastly, because you have so many of these cryptocurrencies, which are regulated by the governments and or, or not regulated, um, you have... Uh, government control over there, whereas governments would like to believe that they could control Bitcoin. But again, Bitcoin, DGAF, Bitcoin will exist no matter what. It will transact no matter what. And uh, that is the honey badger of the crypto system. It is the only cryptocurrency. And that's why I'm a Bitcoin maxi. 
I just wanted to point out like what you're doing is like so respectable because in terms of going to the Philippines, starting a company there, giving people jobs there because, and you're going in there where uh, a lot of the export in the Philippines is actually people exporting out to like, for an example, be a nurse somewhere else where you're going in to create a company and potentially help, help the country. Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, so actually, when I first pitched this idea to my parents, uh, who are retired there, they were actually like, wait, what? Because, you know, I, they, they left their home country to come to America to give a better life for their kids. And, you know, um, I definitely give them props because, you know, I, here I am, they had to focus on survival and whereas now the next generation doesn't really have to focus on survival, but more of thriving. All right, you, you've already figured out the survival bit. How do we thrive now? And then it's not so much about myself, but it's more of uh, what can we do for uh, somebody else, for a community, for a country, for the world. And um, it's that's how it's gone. It's gone from me looking out for myself, um, how much profit I can make to now going to okay, we've made some profit, it's enough for to last a long time, and how can we share that with other people less fortunate? How can we affect the world to a larger degree? It's a very powerful mindset, and Thank you. much appreciated. And I think, you know, it shows that you, you feel you made it, because you, you reach, you're taking those stages where eventually now you feel like it's my turn to give back. Um, okay, so so actually, like in the uh, first of all, I want to say um, a huge hello to my Bitcoin Twitter following. If you aren't following me yet, um, that is twitter.com slash Sherwin Maxino, S H E R W I N M A X I N O. Please follow me on there. I'll follow you back. Um, but basically, I have like I think uh, I think 1.5, maybe almost 1.6 followers on there. Um, we consider ourselves uh, plebs. Uh, plebs is the majority system in uh, ancient, uh, what was it, ancient Rome, ancient Greece, but basically we are the 99%, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the 1% is, is so small, they, but they're holding on to their power as they should, but uh, the plebs are, are, are trying to change that. We're trying to distribute wealth a little more evenly. I know it's not gonna be perfect. It's, I, I doubt it's gonna be a perfect world, but it'll be better than what we have now. And I am but a humble pleb of the Bitcoin ecosystem. Um, and you know, I, I would say that I am better off than I was a year ago, two years ago, but uh, you know, I, I'm just a common person trying to do what I can for the world. Nicely put. Thank you. Dude, that's, that's beautiful, man. That's great. <laughs> Thank can't, you. Can't say anything to follow that up with. I know. Oh, man. Um, but uh, any, any questions for me? Um, any, any, uh, any like, like really hard questions uh, like that you want to ask? And like, you know, if, if it's just hard, too hard, then we could just take it out of the video. But like any like last minute, like, oof. Yeah, whatever. a few things came through my mind when you're saying like the distribution and everything and um, how would it not be similar to, so just an example, before money, gold, right? Gold was pretty certain like 
the rich and powerful people had the majority of the supply of gold, whatever yes. was out there and not mine, right? And then like very minimal plebs, the 99% had that gold. And then the the velocity of money or the velocity of that currency um, probably was not getting spread that much when it came potentially from, from gold. So in terms of like, how would that same thing not happen with Bitcoin where the more powerful or more wealthier people consolidate their Bitcoin and not spread it out, causing the velocity of money or the velocity of Bitcoin to spread. And in turn, like uh, just seeing the inequalities of the world and the, uh, the hoarding is not the right word, but the, uh, the powerful having the majority, what, like, what is the argument to that as a Bitcoin maxi? Okay, no, that's a great question. That's a okay. great question. Yeah. So, so believe it or thanks, not, thanks. Uh, really is. that's a great question. So um, I'm not sure where I read this. And uh, again, I don't know the veracity of it. But uh, long story short, I think when Bitcoin is all mined, I think something to the tune of instead of 99.1, I think it's something like 80.20 or 70.30. That would be the new breakdown. Um, but the fact alone that uh, if you bought, uh, we're going to do some quick math here, but uh, basically- Sorry to interrupt. You mean 80.20? What, what do you mean oh, by that? that? That like that, um, you know how we have a one versus 99 right now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, when okay. Bitcoin- I got yeah, you. When, got when, you. Bitcoin would be uh, aiming, I think, for like 70, 30 or 80, 20. And again, I, I don't quote me on that, but basically that's a lot better. That's 20 to 30 times better than what we have now. Hold on, I'm gonna do some quick math here. So we have 7.9 billion people on the planet. We only have 21 million Bitcoin. Let's just say that we distribute this very evenly this is this is the number that you get 0.003 if bitcoin was distributed evenly for every human being on the planet everybody should have this much so how much does this cost uh jlo if it, it, uh, do we have uh, do we have a bitcoin calculator but what is 0.003 bitcoin worth at this point in time right now it's about 128 dollars more okay. so all I got to say is I know how hard it has been uh, over the course of the past two years for everyone, financially, uh, emotionally, I, I, I know. But the thing is, though, is that if you bought $128 worth of Bitcoin right now, you would have secured your share in the whole grand scheme of things. But the thing is, and that's talking about fair distribution all across the board. So who, I mean, again, I'm, I know there's people out there that don't have 128 bucks, but uh, if you do have 128 bucks, why not just secure your share? You know, you, you would you would be taking your piece of, your rightful piece of the pie and you wouldn't have to worry about anything else because the truth of the matter is, is that we think that each Bitcoin is going to reach a uh, $1 million valuation within the next decade. Just look at where we are, look at where we think we're gonna go and think about, again, the scarcity of time. Do you really want to continue participating in a system that is dying and 
I don't know when people are retiring these days, maybe in their 60s or 70s, but with all this inflation that's going on, I wouldn't be surprised if they started asking everybody to start retiring in their 80s because of how much your dollar has weakened over the course of the next decades. Um, this is the most important question that you have to ask yourself. And uh, for 128 bucks to secure your your piece of the pie, I think that's pretty doable for most people. I think that's pretty fair. So to secure wealth, a, a more even wealth distribution in the future, you're saying people have to buy in now? In the future, uh, when Bitcoin becomes the standard, uh, we do not believe that you can buy Bitcoin anymore. Uh, you will have to, you'll have to earn it, just like how we're earning the dollar now. Uh, you will have to work for your, for your Bitcoin because um, that's where we're going. Uh, El Salvador has op- adopted it as its national currency. Um, it's legal tender over there. We have states here in America that are that are converting to, like for example, Miami. They're actually going to be getting Bitcoin dividends if you're working for the city of Miami, uh, which is kind of a UBI, a universal basic income. Uh, so there's just so much going on with Bitcoin that uh, we see it as almost inevitable. But like, um, just to wrap it up is like, uh, you know, I, I know that, it, so Ernest, you invest too, like um, stocks, I guess? Well, no, right now, <laughs> right now, like I said, I was late to invest in Bitcoin. Um, and I have not, I just put in a lump sum and I'm just leaving it there right now. Um, because I don't really have the funds to invest otherwise, but I'm just letting it ride. I'm just going to let it ride in there and see where it goes. Sure, sure. Um, but I do my normal 403B with work and yeah. things like that. Right, right. So um, me too. I have a 401k. Um, uh, so believe it or not, uh, I'm cashing that out uh, to, to because... Oh my God. <laughs> Shut up, JLo. Okay, so so basically, the whole idea is the S and P five hundred grows on average what, like let's say five, ten, maybe fifteen, five to seven. There you go. Uh, over over a year, but you have Bitcoin, um, which over this past year, I think grew seventy something percent. And again, average over the last ten years is like a hundred and almost one hundred and fifty. So basically you're, you're times 10 in your money. And like, I know like, again, this like Warren Buffett people and, and, and Vogel people would be like, yo, you're fucking crazy. Cause like, you know, you have to have a diversified portfolio, sure. but like, you know, you, you would have like a diversified portfolio of what, of, the, of, of all denominations of a, a currency that's dying. And like, that's something to take into account. Okay, you might have Apple. Okay, you might have real estate. But when the dollar dies, all of this dies. That's, I, I don't know. I, I think it'd be really interesting. Uh, so yeah, this is not for everybody. Don't try that at home. But yes, I'm putting 100, 110% of my net worth in Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, it does make me think um, long-term as technology grows, Yeah. how even developing more alt forms of energy such as better working solar panels will help miners increase their source of energy to mine i guess to mine these coins since they i guess they draw so much energy from the power grid or wherever the source is coming from just something that have you ever considered such as you know alternative means of 
sourcing energy so it will get it will get cheaper in the future i figure right so so actually um i think for me to mine bitcoin here in new york uh it would would require a lot i, I think electricity is pretty expensive over here right uh so this would pretty this would be pretty hard to do in new york but uh the best way to put this is yeah we would not be using um the power grid in the philippines uh i would be just like you said, renewable sources of energy, I would be using that to mine Bitcoin because their power grid is not exactly reliable over there. I see. Um, so yeah, I would be setting up infrastructure in addition to mining Bitcoin. And this is uh, the whole picture. This is how I give people, this is how I'm gonna give people jobs. This is how I'm going to improve um, the current infrastructure in the Philippines. And hopefully this is how we improve money on a global scale. I'm creating an energy company uh, in the front and I'm creating a Bitcoin mining company in the back. Nice. I wish we had more time. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I, I had such a great time. Um, Jalo, you said you wanted to uh, do this for like uh, like two months um, follow-up or something. Yeah, let's do a two, two or three month follow-up, another yeah. interview. That'd be now, great. Let me uh, ask you one more question. Do you think a reserve currency uh, can be a reserve currency without a country behind it? So just an example, right now, the U.S. is the reserve currency in the past, right before us, it was uh, England or the U.K., and then before them was the Dutch. And uh, we saw in the past where the Dutch currency went, it's, it's not even, it's the euro, it completely changed to the euro now. Um, and then the English pound is still there, um, but very few currencies obviously survive. But do you think there needs to be a country behind a currency that's the next reserve currency? The whole point of Bitcoin was to, to get rid of our current system. And um, when you have such big players like governments and com uh, companies that are adopting Bitcoin and buying massive amounts of this, uh, we are definitely going against the pleb mentality. You know, I, I just think that uh, the plebs should buy up as much as they can before these guys start buying up. And uh, whether it becomes a federal reserve currency or not, uh, I think it has what it takes, honestly. We are out of time. So maybe I also right. thought of something because I lots of follow-up questions came into my head. So maybe at one point we'll do one that's just hard hitters, hard-hitting questions. And then yeah. we'll do one like uh, follow your progress and see yeah. how you're doing. And right, um, super excited for you, man. I, I yes. appreciate it. Thank yes. you so much for having me on here. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Bridge. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Appreciate Thanks it. For doing what you're doing. All right. <laughs> I know. Sherwin, this was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed our talk. There were a lot of takeaways. <laughs> uh, let's call them crypto gems. Sure. I, I feel listeners will be inspired by um, your story. I am, and I'm sure Jonathan is as well. Um, thanks for listening to Mind the Words. Please like and subscribe or subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. And see you next week to expand the growth mindset. Dude, that was great. Follow Sherwin on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> Follow Sherwin on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. I actually turned Siri off and my calculator doesn't go up to the billion. So uh, oh, I'm just okay. going to do this uh, real quick. Okay. I, I actually have the answer for you, but yeah, do, do the math. <laughs> <laughs> do the math. <laughs>